Denise, we've talked about something you love last week, which was K-pop. So let's talk about one of the things that I love this week. Hmm, let me think. Is it coffee? <laughs> oh my god, I wish. But don't get me started with that. This time, it's all about nature. Nature, let me see. Hmm, Aisha, speaking about nature, right? I think your house, at this point, it's going to be like a nursery. <laughs> Yeah, it's became my coping mechanism throughout this pandemic. It's kind of hurting my wallet though. Seriously though, I want to know more about this. Do you think like caring for nature is expensive? Mm, I, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, and that's why we have our special guest from Taylor's Nature Club to discuss whether or not being eco-friendly is expensive. Welcome guys! Hello, hello. So, my name is Limni and I'm the president of Taylor's AKPK Club and the vice president for Taylor's Nature Club. So, besides advocating on financial literacy, I also preach on saving on the earth. Hi guys, uh, I'm Sufian. I'm also from Nature Club, obviously. I'm the director of events and logistics. Yes. Yes, we have a double agent here, familiar faces. <laughs> Welcome to Making Sense, guys. By the way, fun fact for those who don't know, Taylor's Nature Club just relaunched in April this year. Really? So what do you guys have planned for like this near future? Okay, so for now, we are mostly planning uh, monthly workshops that focus on exploring different alternatives, um, mainly eco-friendly alternatives on different household items. Uh, yes, apart from that, we also held multiple monthly related uh, discussions under our Nature Nurture series to sort of like raise awareness on certain environmental issues you know, that's happening around us. And uh, the best part is that you, can, you guys can all join this for free. Nice. Yeah. Okay, now speaking of free, is it true that being eco-friendly is costly? Mm, well, it really depends on how all of us see it. So, I believe that eco-friendly products last longer than disposables. So, for a one-time purchase, you might feel like it's more expensive than your regular household non-biodegradable items. But in the long run, it's definitely more cheaper. Mm. Like, put that in context. Let's say you maybe you could get like a 20 cent plastic bag and like a 20 ringgit eco bag, right? Mm. The difference is you can use that eco bag again and again uh, as compared to like the plastic bag that you know you buy 20 cents and it keeps on like compiling and compiling. So it might get to like 200 ringgit. So mm. yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't say so in that, like, in that sense. And uh, if you buy eco bags, you're actually like uh, saving our earth. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm. I really agree with that. Like for me, I try to keep those like foldable, reusable bags, which are really small. I tend to mm. keep them in my handbag just in case uh, I need to buy something. And like fun fact, it's like sort of hygienic because now it's like during the pandemic, yeah. you don't really want to touch the plastic bags that people have already hold. So yeah, plus points there. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so Sufyan, since you talked about, you know, the 20 cents and 20 ringgit, do you use reusable cups and straws when you go get your coffee fix from stores? Okay, uh, personally, I try to. I, I personally have a reusable cup that I got from Starbucks. You can also get a discount if you use so. From Starbucks only, okay. But I would say, like, uh, I'm still improving. Uh. It's, I'm trying, still trying to make it a common practice in my life. Definitely. Mm. 
Actually, that's true. Um, for those who don't know, Starbucks actually gives like two ringgit off uh, if you, you bring your own reusable cup, providing it's bought from Starbucks also. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't use reusable cups because I tend to forget to bring them. It's kind of bulky to bring yeah. your handbag. But I reuse the cups from the stores that I uh, go to. Uh, you can actually plant like herbs, vegetables, like tomatoes inside mm. those cups. So it's really interesting. You guys should try it out. Mm. For the reusable coffee cup, I actually personally don't drink coffee, but I do drink a lot of tea. And the only purchase I buy from Starbucks is actually just that tea. But I still have a habit of holding like a Starbucks number in my in my bag, you know, to fill up with water and in case I want to get some beverage, I would just go there with my Starbucks tumbler. Mm-hmm. But speaking about coffee grounds, I personally know that people use coffee grounds as fertilizers. And I know for a fact that these coffee grounds actually attract earthworms to your plants so it will be actually healthier. And there are certain cafes that will give out used coffee grounds for free. Really? So like, that means we can actually save a lot by using nature for nature, right? <laughs> Yes, definitely. But again, Denise, uh, caring for plants might be pricey depending on how you want to care for your plants. Mm. Like the fertilizer, the insect repellent, and antifungal sprays can go up to like 100 ringgit per bottle. But if you're like me and you don't really bother <laughs> to buy these kind of stuffs, um, water and sunlight are good enough in my opinion. So what do the nature experts here think? Um, in my opinion, it really depends on your own preferences and on the plant itself. So if you are a beginner plant mom, so you probably would want to go for plants like snake plant, pothos or spider plants, which are pretty self-sufficient. And if you are a hardcore green thumb, you might want to splurge on more expensive plants like bonsais and orchids, which are really expensive to take care of and very challenging. Like, bringing up the point that Aisha uh, had just now on like how, you know, fertilizer is expensive, right? One thing you could do as an alternative, more like a supplementary lah, is that uh, you could actually make your own fertilizer by using like waste that you change into compost from like maybe like fruit peels and vegetable, vegetable peels. So like, you know, when you finish your foods, make sure to like separate the good stuff from the other waste. Yeah. Malaysians generally don't really separate their waste, like not just food, but um, it's something that we should really work on, you know, to like help the nature as well. Uh, it's actually a really good practice and I will definitely like try it out soon. Um, that's also a smart way to avoid food waste because sometimes like when our food uh, is rotten or spoiled, yeah. we just tend to just throw it away. Uh, and so food waste is like one of the biggest um, environmental issues so mm. I think and um, so what are the plants that you would recommend people to get for their house because b- based on experience plants are actually on the pricey side it could go up to 50 100 ringgit and sometimes I'm pretty reluctant to buy them also lah. I-, I could see where you're coming from when you say like plants can be really pricey mm. but then if you like look a bit harder like on Shopee there's like multiple <laughs> plants like succulents like literally <laughs> 3 ringgit and uh, yeah, like uh, a type of plant that I would recommend everybody to get if you like more on the like, I guess busy side or maybe start starting new is a cacti or maybe other types of succulents. So uh, why I say this is because they, they like, they respond really good to neglect. Mm-hmm. And like they re- need like really, really small quantities of water and you only like water them like every few weeks. 
and uh, yeah, uh, which is why I would strongly recommend these plants for like busy people and like beginners. Yeah. Mm, I actually bought bought like a succulent plant recently, and it's actually my first live plant, so I'm really excited to get it. So, uh, what are your thoughts on people who hoard plants, like Aisha? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, it's embarrassing to admit, but my mom and I are basically plant moms. We just keep buying them because once you start buying plants, you sort of just want to buy more and you sort of uh, treat it like it's your pet and you want to mm. keep it in your room, your own <laughs> personal space. So, <laughs> I heard like some people talk to plants for therapy. Like, are you like that? <laughs> I mean, I don't do that. But mm. I know people who actually talk to their plants and I heard that if you talk good things about your plants, mm. the plants will grow better and more like healthier in a sense. Alright, so before we end, Hillis Nature Club will be having a terrarium workshop on 29th this month. Mm. And... I will be leading the workshop. Oh. Can't wait! <laughs> So thank you so much Ni and Sufian for today. It was a really fruitful session. And Sufian, I'm looking forward to your terrarium workshop. Okay. I'm expecting everybody here to join. <laughs> yes, definitely. Of course, definitely. of course. <laughs> so don't forget to follow us on Instagram at taylors.akpk and also T underscore Nature Club. Also, right. check out the latest post on Taylor's Nature Club's Instagram account for more information on the terrarium workshop. Yeah. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs> right. Signing off. Making sense. Denise and Aisha. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.